Wonderful evening out there. I want to welcome everyone tonight to another beautiful live broadcast. This is the Potter's Gate online broadcast, and this is our prophetic uh, um, leadership training uh, school tonight. I'm going to see how we can push into uh, the fourth session of our orientation. We've been looking at, you know, our, our spiritual orientation in terms of dealing with the concept of the prophetic ministry all right we've we've done you know uh, uh two sessions today this is this will be the, the third session and of course you know uh two weeks ago i think we did a session so we're still basically laying the foundation of what we can define as amen the orientation into what the spirit of the lord amen will have us connect with thank you so very much tonight for joining uh, uh Jonathan, it's nice to have you connect with us. Thank you so very much. All right, so tonight, by the grace of God, I will continue to look into the concept of orientation in dealing with, amen, uh, uh, stepping into what we define as our prophetic leadership school. All right, this school is is promising to be one uh, a period, one session that is going to equip and empower, amen, those who will be connecting with what we'll be talking about, all right, is an open school, of course, it's an open school, so anybody who is willing, who wants to learn, who wants to grow, who wants to develop, or who wants to add to, uh, you know, their, their, their spiritual, you know, uh, um, resource, all right, are more than welcome to join us, by the grace of God, we'll be looking into some of the things the spirit of god personally has revealed to me all right and of course we'll also be looking at you know value principles in the word of god that will allow us to be able to step into you know this new day that heaven has ushered into amen with clarity with understanding and with precision so our heart desire is to create you know a forum out there where people can you know find resource and, and and you know and direction in re, in relating to what the spirit of god amen is emphasizing and saying particularly in this season where all right leadership is required and is needed all right but we we we, we know that we have to go beyond just amen seeking for some leadership you know grace and capacity we've got to understand that this is the time where we need to we need to develop, amen, a robust spiritual prophetic, if you will, an advanced spiritual, you know, prophetic uh, culture. And this is what will put us ahead, amen, of the realities of the days that we live in. And these are things the Spirit of God, amen, is emphasizing and declaring personally to my own life. And I believe that to as many out there who are tracking, amen, the heart of God. So I believe that as we continue to deal with, amen, what we look, what, what we define as the orientation, amen, into the school, that once again, we will be motivated and 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 be equipped amen at least that gives us an understanding into what is ahead of us what we what we'll be expecting so tonight i'm hoping that i'll be able to finish the orientation and hopefully if we are good with electricity then tomorrow we will begin to look into you know uh, uh, the, some of the materials all right so once again we're going to go back to you know a, a scripture that we will we looked at in the afternoon i'm going to go back to luke chapter 5 and then i'm going to go to one or two things that i've penned down all right we're going to go back to luke chapter 5 because we began to look at why we need to embrace what the spirit of god is saying in terms of you know the prophetic all right we we need to understand why we have to develop why we have to grow why we have to come into this new emphasis of the spirit it's not like what we're dealing with amen is some is some new truth amen but more than ever before we need to re-emphasize we need to you know further press this truth 
you know, into every area of our life such that we are we are we are we are informed and we are better prepared. All right, because the days that we're living, like I said, are days that demands that we are well furnished, we are well nourished, we are well equipped. I mean, we are we are built in such a way that we have the the solution. Amen. To some of the complex challenges that we are faced with today, if you if you if you will agree with me, uh, uh, there 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 seem to be a. Um, you know, a lack of, you know, vibrant, amen, you know, aggressive, you know, leadership out there that, 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 that can point people to what, amen, the spirit of the Lord, amen, is, is saying regarding all the darkness and challenges and the complexity that we are faced with today. So more than ever before, we want to come to an, you know, a dimension of a life where we, 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 we become a solution, amen, to society. We become a solution, amen, to, you know, to, to the challenges of life. We become, you know, that pathway, that direction, that, you know, that divine order of, of divine representative, amen, that can show people, that can say, hey, but that's where the Lord is. That's where God is doing. All right. You will notice that in every generation, God will raise certain caliber of people, amen, who stand as a standard, who represent his intention, amen, who become a voice to their generation. And th that's what we're looking for, amen, in this, in this training. The training is to equip, the training is to inform, the tra training, amen, is to, is to empower us, is to develop us, amen. And of course, is to also motivate us where we are out there, where we become visible in terms of, amen, what, what the Spirit of God, amen, is saying and is doing. Like many of the challenges that we're faced with, look at the issue of the coronavirus right now. I mean, we should be able to have amen people within the body of christ who are giving answer who are giving direction who are giving solution amen beyond just standing by faith and encouraging people in faith we should be able to have you know you know spiritual technocrats we should be able to have amen qualified you know uh, uh, um, scientists within the body of christ that can in fact tell us all right what the, what you know what we need to do what how we need to go about you know the challenges in, in fact find solution all right we find both spiritual amen and and, and 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 you know and scientific solution yes we've seen that happen in the past so I, I, when we face a situation where there are challenges both you know in in the state of you know uh, our economy or even from the position of government you know we should be able to rise up amen to the occasion and these are the kind of culture of a life, amen, that we, we, we need to begin to press into so that we become amen, a light, we become, you know, uh, uh, you know that, that, that salt that the Bible says we are. The Bible says we are the salt of the earth, amen. We are a light, we are a city set on the hill that cannot be hidden. All right. To be able to do all this thing, we've got to develop our spirituality beyond just, you know, the, the peripherals that we're seeing today. There has to be a call to the ascended life. All right. So that when we when we when we connect with God and connect with his mind, we can come down amen, and deal with issues in the valley realm. But if we remain in the valley realm, we we, we we're going through what everybody's going through. Amen. We, we're in the same quagmire that everybody's in. Uh, it, it will be very difficult for us to be what the word amen, says we are. All right. We are in a day where we have to, you know, raise the standard and raise the bar, amen, of our spiritual representation. We want to be able to become, amen, that, that city, that, you know, that order of a life, amen, that Jerusalem that is coming down from the presence of God. We want to be able to reflect, amen, the caliber of an apostolic life that reflects, amen, the standard of God as a Nehemiah, rebuilding the broken, amen, uh, walls and, and, and fixing the bond gates of lives of society. So these are things that we are looking looking into that we we want to at least be able to you know 
point a finger to and, and prefer a solution to. So let's go back to Luke chapter 5. All right. We're going to look at uh, Luke chapter 5. Let's take it from verse 37 again because it's important that we, 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 we contextualize, amen, why, we, why we're doing what we're doing. This is very important. All right. We're going somewhere, but we also need to understand that we're coming from somewhere. All right. Where we're coming from might, might, might not be able amen, to, to, to lead us in terms of vision, in terms of grace, in terms of capacity. Remember what we're dealing with, friends, is our, our, our prophetic leadership. OK, we want to look into the concept amen, how we can develop our spiritual, our prophetic, you know, our, our nature, character, if you will. All right. Like I said, you know, uh, was it yesterday or this morning, all right, that th th this training is not more of becoming a prophet. That, that's not what we're looking at, all right? There is room for that. In fact, we've got a whole uh, a model that deals with, you know, how to locate our prophetic ministry and grace and develop that. But that's not what, really what we're dealing with here. Here we're looking at how we can develop, amen, our prophetic spirit, where we can develop our prophetic spirit such, such that, amen, we are ahead of the challenges of the day. We are ahead of the, you know, developing a prophetic spirit basically puts us, amen, at, you know, at an advantageous position. It puts us in a realm, in a, in a location, amen, where we become the David to our generation, where we become the Joshua to our generation, where we become the Moses to our generation, amen, where we become, amen, the, 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 the Paul of our generation, we become the Esther, we become the Ruth, amen, we become the Abigail will become the, you know, the Elizabeth will become the Mary. Hallelujah. Our life becomes the, you know, the instrumentation that God uses, amen, to carry out his intentions, his purpose, amen. You know, you know like Isaiah said, he said, he says, I and the children that, you know, the father has given to me, we, we are designed for signs and wonder, all right. We have to get to that position where God says, I have made you a God, amen, unto Pharaoh. We have to have that capacity where we can, we can become the solution in the days where there are Goliath, amen, challenging, you know, our financial, our spiritual, our economy, amen. We, we must be able to rise up and say, no, we are the answer. We are the solution, amen. And that can only happen if we develop what I call, amen, a robust, advanced, amen, you know, you know a, a prophetic spirit. The essence of the prophetic, amen, is to put, put us ahead. The essence of the prophetic, amen, is to give us insight into situation, is to give us clarity. The essence of the prophetic, amen, is to enable us to become, amen, what the Father has prophetically ordained for us before time. That's the essence of the prophetic. That is totally different from those who are called to function in the office of a prophet. The Bible says the testimony of Jesus is the spirit spirit of prophecy the testimony of jesus the reason why christ was able to do the things he did amen is because he operated not just as a prophet but he operated in what is called a prophetic spirit by default our spirit amen is prophetic okay so that that is a point that we've got to deal with but then we have to back down we have to look back we have to go back amen and 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 and, and understand and realize where we're coming from that many of the things that all right we we have become and that we have we have come to imbibe and accept amen really do not do not reflect our true identity and that's why we have to debunk certain values certain you know belief systems certain ideologies all right that has become part of our life there are so many things that we have embraced we have imbibed even from the church amen that, that does not necessarily represent amen god's counsel and purpose for our life all right so those things we have to cast them down we have to reject them and sometimes it's important that we identify them 
All right, we've got to identify them to know that no, no, no. Uh, uh, this way, like I was sharing, you know, uh, um, as a few yeah, yesterday, I was dealing with some of the rituals. All right, that we have brought into the scope of prayer. All right, and these things sometimes they sound very, they sound spiritual, you know, quote and unquote. All right, they sound, you know, as if we're doing something. But if you if you weigh those things, if you if you examine those things in the light of truth, in the light of scripture, you realize that they're basically ritual. Amen. They 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 have no scriptural basis. You know, like like the concept of pleading the blood. You know, you're pleading the blood. <laughs> there is no place in the New Testament that that gives us such you know a, a, a insight that that allow us to do such a thing. But we, I mean, people do it in the prayer. We I plead the blood. You know, you, somebody say you must drink the blood. But but those are things that are not aligned with a biblical biblical principle, biblical value system. So what we want to do, Amen, is to look into the Word of God and find patterns of how to engage. All right, that and I, rem I remember sharing this morning that you know the, the blood amen, speaks on our behalf today, but that blood speaks from the position of a covenant. All right, the New Testament is established, amen, on the covenant of the shed blood of Jesus Christ. By the virtue of that shed blood, amen, we have a new life. The Bible says the power. Of the flesh is in the blood. Amen. Based on that, we have a position of life. Amen. We have been covenanted. We have we've been made joint head. That is the power of the blood. Amen. That we have become one. We, we have been united with Christ. Amen. We we have access, amen, to you know to his word, to his authority. Amen. To, so that when we live life from that position, amen, of the new life we have in Christ Jesus via the blood. There is no power on hell. There is no Satan. There is no spirit that can stop us. But to just be applying the blood, you know, apply the blood. I use the blood. <laughs> that, that doesn't work. That, that, that sounds, you know, religious. Sometimes it sounds spiritual, but it has no scriptural basis. Th that's just one aspect. All right. So these are things that can conflict, amen, our spiritual development. Yes, it may take a while. God may hear your prayer, but it, it may take a while amen, for, for you to come into certain dimension because where, where, we, where we are moving to amen, is a place of spiritual understanding, is a place of spiritual maturity. What I'm talking about to certain people, well, it doesn't really matter, but it matters to a generation that want to bring amen, the things of God to certain dimension of conclusion. All right, It matters to certain, to, to certain you know, community that want to see the will of God, the counsel of God, amen, become a reality to their generation it matters to uh, a people that have been called amen to groom to develop to empower a generation amen that will represent the things of god all these things matter particularly to somebody like me it matters amen how we use the word of god how we understand the word of god you know we don't want to violate the principles of god we don't want to take the things of god for granted amen the bible you know if you would if you study the scripture you will notice that god is very meticulous in how amen he wants us to relay relate amen with the things of the spirit god is very meticulous amen when god when god speaks god doesn't speak you know just vaguely you know god doesn't god doesn't just throw words into the air he gives us precision he gives us measurement he gives us amen dimensions of how he wants things to be done have you noticed that's how god speaks amen god will give you amen instruction to the letter this is how i want you to build this ark these are the things i expect of you amen you can act from you you cannot separate that's why the scriptures in the book of revelation he will add to this word amen will be judged and he will separate from it will be judged he, you know you know people who are not who are not you know are, are, who are not apostolic 
oriented. You know, when we talk about apostolic, means basically to build in accordance to divine order, in accordance to divine blueprint, in accordance to divine pattern. Amen. It was the spirit of the apostolic that that led you know somebody like Martin Luther to begin to challenge you know the greatest system of his day, the greatest system of his day, the Catholic system. It was it was that understanding that wait a minute, we've been living life outside the order, outside the values, outside the principles of God, and th this guy took it upon himself to make sure that people get to know people get to have information about you know what god says in his word to me that is very important all right to somebody who, who is just you know just going through the motion they don't really care as long as the people gather all right we are not just interested about the gathering we want to we want to we, we are we are interested amen in the in the formation of the gathering amen jesus said make the people sit 50 50 that's that's scripture he said make them sit 50 50 you got to understand the father is very precise amen about the directions of the things of the spirit the things of the spirit are not vague the things of the spirit are not just some wind moving and you know and you know things dumbling shaking somewhere no the things of the spirit amen are structured yeah here's the definition of faith the bible says faith is the substance faith is the substance faith is the substance if it's a substance it's got a matter amen if it's a substance it's got a shape if it's a substance amen it's got dimension come on if, if it's a substance amen it's got capacity amen it's got volume faith is the substance of the things we hope for the evidence of the very things we do not see so we cannot address the things of god on a, on a face value amen there, when the Bible talk about heaven, heaven is a space, is a dimension, amen, is a city, is a, is a, is a reality, is a kingdom, hallelujah, that's got measurement, that has got, the Bible talk about the city coming down, amen, from the presence of God, the new Jerusalem, hallelujah, with 12, with 12 foundations, 12 gates, amen, 12 angels watching, all of those things speaks to us, amen, about the God that we serve, this God is not some dance God, he's not just some God loafing around, this God, amen, has dimensions and values it's got substance amen and that's how he expects us to live our life if you will god is very scientific god is very scientific and he wants us to and after all he creates science after all amen all of the things that people are start, studying today call you know chemistry physics biology mathematics all of this are locked in god <laughs> they're all locked in god so so let, let's not live our life as if oh well 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 it's spiritual if it's spiritual so we can no no the bible says one should prophesy amen one should prophesy two should judge <laughs> that, that's the things of the spirit that, now, that that's those are the things i love about god that you you cannot come and say oh the, you know when people don't want you to deal with things or talk about things they say oh the spirit of god he, <laughs> <laughs> the spirit of god is is leading me no 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 even when the spirit of god is listen spiritual things can be judged spiritual things can be judged spiritual things can be judged one should prophesy amen two should judge we can only judge if we have an understanding amen of how things ought to be of the standard of god if God says, amen, two should judge, that means there is a measurement, there is a standard, amen, there are dimensions, amen, there are values, amen, that allow us to be able to judge if that thing is right or wrong. You know, when people don't want you to do anything, they tell you, no, 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 uh, the, the Spirit of God told me, no, 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 the Spirit of God can tell you, but we can also via the Spirit, amen, because the Spirit of God will not contradict, amen, the Word of God. The Spirit of God will not contradict the standard of God, the values of God, amen. So as, as, as we understand all these things, it gives us 
confidence and the ability to be able to look into things and say, yes, that's what God is saying. All right. That's what God is saying. This is how God will have us move. This is how God will have us relay. This is how God will have us connect. This is, you understand, there's a, there's a spirit that defines community, how we gather. Amen. The Bible talk about the assembly. There are things that is expected of us that we don't just gather and clap hands and sing. Amen. And we say we've got church. No, there are things that biblically that are expected in our gathering. Amen. In our community. Hallelujah. Once you've got one or two gather in the name of the Lord, there are certain value system that is expected of us so that, amen, there can be edification, there can be growth, there can be development, amen, and there can be nourishment in the things of the spirit. So let's not hide behind the idea, well, it's, 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 you know, this is God's thing. So, you know, we can just, just do whatever we want to do. No, we cannot just do whatever we want to do. There are standards, there are measurements, amen. The things of God has got volumes. The Bible says, yes, the Bible talks about the height, the, the depth, the width, amen, the length, the breadth of the things of the Spirit. We may not fully understand the width, the, the length, the breadth, but there are weights, there are dimensions, there are, there are measurements to the things of the Spirit. And to the degree we are exposed, to the degree we, we, we will be able to relate. That's why one person cannot claim, amen, he or she knows it all. No, no, we don't know it all. We know in part and therefore we prophesy in part. All right? And the day we move further into, you know, into, you know, deeper realities of the things of God, the little part we, we, we have, amen, will be added to. That's why it's 30-fold, it's 60-fold, then it's 100-fold. It's the outer court, it's the inner court, Amen. Is the holies of holy? Yes. Is the spirit? Is the soul? Is the body? Amen. Is the father, the son, and the spirit? You see, the things of God has got amen order, measurement, protocol. We've got to understand all these things, and these are, like I said, these are all basic, you know, fundamental realities that we've got to consider even as we talk about the prophetic, because the prophetic is, like I said, it's not just some, you know, some spirit moving. No, that spirit, amen, has got di di direction, has got objective, amen. The things of God has got direction, objective, amen. There is, there is an agenda, amen. There's a vision. There is something that God wants to achieve. All right. So if you strip, if you strip leadership, amen, of the spirit of leadership, what you're going to get is basically humanistic administration, amen, that will have no power to bring to pass the things that you want to see change or the things that you want to see grow and develop. All right. We cannot as humans, amen, grow and come into the full reality of God's plan in our life if we don't develop, amen, our spiritual nature, our prophetic nature. All right. Another word for spirituality you can say is prophetic. Alright, because if it's spiritual, which of course is connected to Christ, then there is a prophetic reality there. Alright, prophetic means that God has a plan, God has an objective, amen, that is the divine intention, that is something the Spirit of God, amen, wants to see, manifest, carry out, amen, it's called prophetic, amen. Prophetic is not just about the future, prophetic is about the intentions of God, it's about, amen, the, the directions of God, it's about, you know, the values of God, amen, it's about the standard of God, it's about the measurement of God, amen, it's about God's, you know, plan for your life amen for the community for the society amen the prophetic will allow you to understand why certain things happen the way they you know they they happen amen the prophetic will give you insight into what is going on around you amen it will give you understanding amen into what is taking place both from your you know your personal local you know community life amen to your family life amen the prophetic will give you insight into amen what is going on within your domestic life amen and your the prophetic will be showing you amen what is about to come 
You see, so so it's 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 a grace, it's a gift that heaven has given to us that puts us ahead. Amen. It was that dimension of a life that you know, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, Adam was 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 operating in the garden, all right, before he abdicated his, his place and his position. And that's why you cannot talk about the prophetic without talking about leadership, and we cannot talk about leadership in the kingdom without factoring the nature and the character of the prophetic because the two work hand in hand. Amen. There is no there is no teaching on leadership without understanding the spirit of leadership. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jesus said, when he the spirit of truth comes. When he the spirit of truth comes. Amen. So the, 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 the truth is a spirit, but the truth is also a leadership spirit. Amen. Truth by default is leadership. Truth by default will lead you. Truth by default will put you, uh, you know, ahead. Truth by default, amen, will put you in a position of advantage. When he, the spirit of truth, amen, the Holy Spirit, amen, is, is, is defined, is known as the spirit of truth. You will never find the Holy Spirit, amen, operating within, you know, within, within, within a lie. No, no, no. It's not the Holy Spirit. Amen. Because he's there, amen, to establish for us, amen, what truth is. And truth is the standard. Truth is the framework, amen, of the administrations of the things of the spirit. We cannot talk about spiritual things, amen, without understanding, without really factoring, amen, the principles and the values of truth. Truth is the measuring yastic, amen, to how God moves in our life and within our space. So truth is not just an information we acquire, amen. Truth is the values that we draw from Christ, amen. Remember, Jesus is the truth. Jesus said, I am the truth. I am the way. I am the life, amen. But beyond that, truth is, 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 is the template that defines our movement and operations in the earth. It is true truth that we walk into light. Without the truth, we have no light. Just like without the truth, we have no life, amen. And that's why you will notice that I've been talking about, amen, partakers, partaking of the tree of life. That tree is Christ. And as the more we partake of him, the more, amen, the, the, the power and the authority and the influence of mortality loses his grip and loses his hold over our life. The more we press in, the more we move into a dimension called immortality. Immortality is a present day reality, amen, of those who are seeking, amen, the ways of God, amen, who are partaking, who are eating of the, of the tree, amen, of life. The more we partake of that tree, the more we transform the the more we are reformed, the, listen, there are certain things that we will not be able to, to grab in terms of intellectual knowledge. But as we partake of the life, amen, as we walk in righteousness and seek his way and seek to walk in obedience, amen, the more we are able to press into, into certain diamond, dimension that we have not even been able to grab intellectually. Because truth live, lives beyond our intellectual capacity. So to, to, to understand some of the things that we're talking about, we've got to be able to, first of all, realize where we're coming from. One of the greatest problems that I discovered, particularly in, 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 in the body of Christ today, is the fact that people really do not understand some of the basic concept of redemption. I shared on this a, a bit in the afternoon, and I'm touching on it again because it's important. All right, When I talk about redemption, redemption helps us to understand where we're coming from, how far we fell. And it also allows us to appreciate, amen, what the Bible referred to, amen, as coming into glory. The Bible says, amen, that man fell from glory. There's a dimension of a life, an existence that we fell from. 
All right. When when Adam and Eve, amen, partook of that 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 fruit of of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The Bible said they fell from glory. So Adam was operating in certain reality of glory. He was living in certain dimension. Of course, for him to be able to do the things that he did, it's natural for us to operate, to excuse me, to agree that he wasn't operating from, you know, the, 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 the human realm, from the natural realm, if you will. All right. He was operating from a position. That position might not be, of course, equal with God because Adam is not God. I'm going to repeat it again. For those people who are conversing that, or we are God's teaching that, you know, uh, so-called revelation that, you know, man is God because man is made in the image of God. Sorry, I do not believe in that theology. All right. I believe that, yes, God gave man authority. Man was made in the image of God. Amen. God breathed into man. But all that God breathed into man does not make man to be God. I know these are things that people are going to be talking about for a long time, but this is my own personal belief. But that doesn't mean that a man, man is limited. God gave man an unlimited power. The only limitation that man has is that he's not God. In the order of creation, it is God, it is man, it's angels. Yeah. And of course, the fallen beings and the rest of them. <laughs> you understand? So it's important we know where we are. Because this is important as we begin to step into certain dimension, amen, of, of the restore glory, amen, of man. These are days where God is restoring man. But before God, amen, fully restore man, God will first of all, amen, we have to agree that God must restore himself back into his, his place in our life. We are designed to be the temple of God. Man is the final habitat, amen, of the dwelling of, of God. The Bible says, behold, amen, the tabernacle, amen, of God has come. The tabernacle of God has become, the, has come, become, man has become the dwelling place of God, amen. The tabernacle of God is with man. He said, don't you understand that you are the temple of God? Imagine, just imagine it. So you, you cannot be God if you're designed to be carrying God. You're carrying God, all right? Imagine that donkey, Carrying Jesus, amen, into Jerusalem. And everybody's laying the red carpet and the donkey say, yes, yes. I, I've, I've come alive. I've become something today. <laughs> Only to realize, come on, donkey. We're not laying those, you know, uh, uh, branches for you. It's, it's the person that you're carrying. The person that you're carrying, amen, is the one that defines, amen, your glory. That defines, amen, you know, your, your influence, you know, your, 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 you know, your celebrity, whatever you want to call it. You know, those things that men are doing out there that I just laugh. All right? It's because of what you're preaching and what you're carrying. That's where men are celebrating you. The day you forget him like Samson, the day he leaves you. All right. So the fact that we are able to do certain things and we're able to move in certain dimension of power and authority, suddenly we wake up and say, yes, I'm God. Ah, that's a dangerous thing to touch. That's a dangerous thing to touch. Just like your son cannot, you, you, your son cannot claim to be you. My son cannot claim to be me. But my son has got access into my life. has got access into so many things. But guess what? My son is not me. The DNA of God is not the DNA of man. Man, hallelujah, man, man has limitation. God has no limitation. As long as amen, we walk in righteousness, we will live amen, in, in, in the ways and in the will of God. But guess what? And even that takes the grace of God to, for us to be able to do. 
Ah, you see, we can begin to talk about that, but that's not my focus tonight. All right, we're dealing with, you know, and it's important we look into all of these things because the more we press into the prophetic, there are certain values and framework that must guide amen, our journey. Because the prophetic basically amen, is the ministry of revelation, but beyond revelation, it's also the ministry of wisdom. The prophetic amen, is the ministry of understanding. The prophetic, amen, will give us counsel into the ways of God. While we are having counsel, amen, power is residing in our life. It's a ministry of power. There's the power to shut the heavens, amen, to shut the heavens, amen, to lock the heavens. There's a power, hallelujah, to remove. There's a power to, you know, to establish. There's a power, amen, to condemn, to bring, amen, ungodly leadership, amen, illegitimate leadership like Ahab and Jezebel to bring them to the place of judgment. It's called the prophetic. So it's a powerful ministry, but it's also dangerous if we don't know, amen, how to handle it. And I see the prophetic today, amen, killing a lot of people, a lot of ministers, amen, who try to handle that sword, amen, they've caught themselves. Because certain principles and, and foundation, all right, in their in their in their early walk with God were not properly laid, were not you know firmly established. And we have to do that. Amen. In the days that we live in, we have to go back. Uh, you, you will notice I'm beginning to post certain <clears throat> certain uh, materials. <clears throat> excuse me, certain materials on, on you know on my on my timeline. I, I want to take take some of us back to some of the fundamentals, at least some of the things that I learned that I, I grew up in getting to know that, that, that defines amen, my, my understanding, that shaped my understanding about, you know, about the things of God. The things of God are very vast and complex. That's the truth. As much as, much as we would try to make, make it as simple you know, for everybody to understand, but guess what? The, the, the understanding of the things of God amen, has to be caught by the Spirit. It's not by how we're able to, to, you know, to teach and break, break the word down to certain. No, no, no. It, it has to be by the spirit. When we humble ourselves and we submit, amen, to the instructions of the spirit, we, we will understand. And understanding will come to us, amen, based on the seasons of God in our life. There are certain things that heaven will allow us to know now, amen. And there are some that they will keep, amen, till the next maybe three, four years, you know, down the line. Because then we have matured in other areas that will allow us, amen, to, to be able to handle these things. Jesus said, there are many things I would love to share with you. He said, but I can't share with them, share them with you. And I said, because you cannot, you cannot bear them. There are things that we cannot bear. Certain mysteries of the kingdom we cannot bear. Certain gifts, certain keys of the kingdom. Many people have not entered into. Not because God doesn't want to give it to them. Amen? It's because they do not have the spiritual maturity, the quest, the capacity, the leadership, grace, and, and, and tenacity amen, to search the things of the spirit. For it is the glory of God to conceal a thing. It is the glory of kings to start them out. Yes, we can search them out because, uh, you know, we're still, we're still being distracted with, to with the little toys. <laughs> you know what I call the toys? Yes. You know, we, 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 we are easily, you know, distracted by little toys. He just bought a nice car and that car, you know, is still charming him. You know, he just got a, a nice house, you know, uh, like they say, come. They were invited. They say, come. 
The guy said, no, 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 no. I just bought, you know, a farmland. I, I've got to go see to my, you know, my, my cows and my horse. I cannot come. And to another one, he said, no, no, I just married a wife. I, I can't come. I, I must attend to my wife, my husband, God, whatever it is. You know, so they were all given all kinds of, you know, flimsy excuses why they cannot come to this invitation. And the Bible says the king was angry. You know, the, the, you know the, 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 the good man of the house was angry. And he said to his servant, go to the highways and to the byways. Gather everyone that you can gather. This is the day that we're living. Those that have been invited into the things of the spirit to lead us, to guide us, amen, into the deeper realms of the spirit. They have, they've been distracted, amen, by, you know, the, the, the new whatever they're building, the, the, the jet plane they just bought, all right, the, the conference, God knows where, you know, all of these things that has given them platforms, you know, the, the big man concept of life, big man ministry. And the Lord, he says now to his servant, go to the highways and the byways. Go look for the Isaiahs. Go look for the people that, you know, have nothing to show. Amen. All they had is passion. All they have is, is passion, hunger. Yes, go look for them. Bring them in. I'm going to use them. The order has changed. The moment we stop questioning and pursuing God, particularly because of what we have come into, because of the blessings, and you understand, the Lord will discard us. And look, God, God delights in those who pursue Him. God delights in those who chase Him. God delights in those who hunger and thirst after Him. But when our, you know, our desire becomes Hallelujah, praise God, it becomes convenient. God, God is not in, God is not interested in a convenient gospel. A gospel without the cross, hallelujah, will lead us to hell. Hmm. Let me repeat that again. A gospel without the cross will lead us to hell. So let's look at this scripture. Luke chapter 5. I'm going to take it from verse uh, 37 again. No one pours new wine into old wine skin. No one pours. We want God to pour certain dimension of his voice, of his heart, of his mind, of his intention into our life as the wine's king. But they said, no, they're not going to pour, amen, the new one into what is defined and determined as old. Remember the Bible says he made all things new. God makes all things new. Now that concept of newness has to do with, amen, our, our state of mind. Our state of understanding about the things of the spirit. All right. That we celebrate what God did in the past, but we are projecting to us, amen, is, is, is desire for this brand new day. And as we get ourselves involved and become relevant in what he is doing, our heart is seeking for that city that is coming. We are pursuing, we are longing, we are yearning, amen, for that which has not yet appeared. Our heart is already connecting to that which is defined as the future. We are not being limited, amen, by where we are, by the situation around us, by the victory or the defeat around us. We are pursuing, we are longing, we are, we are searching, we are seeking, amen, for something far beyond what men can comprehend. Have you noticed that all of the people that walk, amen, in the prophetic will live within, amen, the, the, the reality of their true identity in, identity in Christ. They live beyond the boundaries of their day. They were people that ne were never, you know, held back, amen, by what, they, what, what was taken from them or what they just came into. All right. The more the more they grab the reality, amen, of their day, the more their heart is questing for something beyond. The more they are searching. The Bible says, amen. If these men were mindful of the city they came out from, they have they have every 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 opportunity to go back. 
But the Bible says they were searching and seeking for that city with foundation, whose builder and maker is God. Prophetic people, amen, like I said, always live in the future as much as they are relevant to the present. They live in the now, but their, but their heart, amen, is, is, is futuristic. They're searching, they're seeking for something. And what that means is they think ahead. They are seen ahead. They are above. Amen. They are searching for something. They are preparing the way. They are called pathfinders. Amen. They are called, amen, way makers. Amen. John said, I am the voice of one. Amen. Crying in the wilderness. Before, before a road was ever created, John was already pathing the path, creating an highway. Amen. Causing the crooked path to be straightened. He was preparing a way. Amen. For Christ to have inroad. Amen. Entrance into his generation. That is what is called to be prophetic. That's why I keep saying, when you're prophetic, all right, you will excel in whatever you're doing in life because you don't live within the confines of what men are seeing and what men are celebrating. You live beyond their day. You live beyond your day. You live, you, you've seen ahead, amen. Prophetic people before this corona, whatever, you know, virus strike, they are, they are, they are already positioned. They already positioned. They've, 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 they've been taken to a dimension, amen, where they are prepared. That was, that was Joseph for you, amen. He gave them, amen, a, you know, a principle of seven years preparation before, amen, farming struck the land. It's called prophetic. You cannot be prophetic, amen, and not succeed in your business. You cannot be prophetic and not succeed in your career. You cannot be prophetic, amen, and not succeed, amen, as a, as a, as a, as a, as a minister of the gospel. You cannot. If, if you're prophetic, I mean, and your spirit, amen, is searching for the spirit of the prophetic, not just some gift, not just some, you know, somebody lying to you and giving you some false hope. That's not what I'm talking about. And that's why you, you're going to discover that as we continue in this teaching, you're going to know the difference between false hope, amen, and the true hope we have in Christ Jesus. Because many things that people call the prophetic out there are false hope false expectation and that's where people get disappointed all right when 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 the prophetic amen is is is, is defined amen as a money doubler when the prophetic amen becomes an instrument amen to 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 limit to cage people amen to, to you know to to take from people amen that itself has become you know abusive and and in fact that's not prophetic amen that that is that is witchcraft amen that is manipulation all right. So, and that is the reason why I'm taking my time to show us some of the things, you know, that we're, we're, we're talking about. I'm taking my time to establish, amen, some basic biblical principle that must build a foundation. I would like you, I would like you to listen to, uh, you know, Derek Prince, uh, um, you know, a, a link that I shared on my timeline talking about strong gold. Derek Prince said something. God does not dominate. And I've been saying that. He said, God doesn't dominate. Anything that seeks to want to dominate you, regardless of, you know, the, 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 the area that thing is coming from, regardless of whoever that, it can even be coming from me. If, I'm begin, if I begin to project domination to you, you better begin to run away from me because that is not God. God does not believe, amen, in dominating people because, ah, in fact, those people who preach kingdom dominion, we've got to understand what, what that means because kingdom dominion starts with us, first of all, amen, allowing God to have a rule over our life, allowing the administrations of God, amen, to have precedent over our life, amen. The scripture says, when your obedience is complete, then you have the authority to bind and to lose. 
that's that's that is biblical principle a person who is not submitting amen to the values of god to the standard of god amen to the to the things of god if you are not walking in obedience and you want your members you want your followers you want your household amen to surrender and to submit to you no it's not going to happen in fact what you're going to have amen is the opposite if, if 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 you find yourself in a state where there is rebellion you need to check your own life Maybe, maybe you yourself, you are rebelling against the voice of God, against the will of God. Amen. Yes, because what, what the seed you sow is what you're going to reap. So many of these churches that are struggling with, you know, rebellion here and there. Amen. Those men of God need to look into their life. All right. Many a time we speak to leaders. We speak to people going into ministry. All right. And we can do that because this is 30 years of my life. Amen. In ministry. So I didn't just wake up one morning and start talking about these things. All right. I've pastored for 20 years plus. So I've seen these things. I understand these things. And we can speak because God has given us the voice and the platform to do this thing. And we want to see a glorious church in our day. And for us to see that amen we've got to deal with every area of our life amen that is reflecting disobedience that is reflecting rebellion that is reflecting rejection that is reflecting oppression amen we cannot in this twilight of of the day of the lord and still be amen expressing you know our, our, our control and, and 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 trying to manipulate people we cannot do that amen and we can, and, and and this is not just something that is limited to you know to to spiritual leaders all right even as believers christian just normal Christians, all right. We 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 we. It's part of, of the fallen human nature to want to control. You, you understand? To want to control people. Children do it, amen. You know, uh, teenagers do it. We we use control to get things from people. We use control, amen, to manipulate people. We use control, all right, to try to influence people. To you know, we use control for people to love us, to like us, amen. We that's why you sometimes you find women, you know, when they do all this makeup and all of that, amen. It basically is to charm somebody somewhere. It's not because they they really feel good about themselves, you know. It is not because they really want to look the way they look. No, it's just for somebody to look at them and appreciate them even if it's just to appreciate that is control <laughs> you've got to be yourself amen the true identity of who you are whatever you do you've got to do it because you're doing it for yourself and when you do things for yourself and people love and appreciate it then that is good than to have the agenda that if i do this if i do this i can get this you see god is not in that thing that's why the bible says amen the beauty of a woman is the adorning of the heart the true beauty amen is an inner value system all right because all of the things that we wear and i'm not saying people shouldn't look good that's not what i'm talking about but i'm just saying when that becomes amen the default when that becomes what projects what we do all right to women is their look to men all right is their car all right if i just come with a nice car you know how it is back in those days all right you, you, the guy comes with a nice car the reason for the car amen is to charm the women you know uh, the gullible ones they will fall for it all right and the moment the guy sees your undies that's the end all right he go looks for somebody else that he can charm so all of these wrong values we have brought them even to the things of god so we've got to have a nice music in the church and i'm not saying nice music is not important but if nice music becomes the objective all right to win people then we are truly not evangelizing then we're truly not doing because what you bring people to church is not just the music what you bring people to church is because of the presence of god they've been attracted to something amen that is beyond the music there was a period while i was a past while i was pastoring for about three months i banished music in the church 
Not because I didn't like music. I'm a psalmist. I love music. Amen. I mean, my life is music. The, the moment I wake up in the morning, how he say, amen. The first thing I do, amen, is to play my, you know, my, my you know, my my classic instrumental. That that's what I do. So my entire life is music. I'm. It's like I was born into music. So I love. But I knew that for me to be able to build, amen, the kind of church the spirit of the Lord was emphasizing, and for us to have a new sound, because after that the Lord began to give us our own song. I banish all the other songs. I say, no more singing. When we come to church, we sit down, we learn. We hear the word of God. We pray. We hear the word of God. It was difficult. But guess what? I had to establish that because I was building something. That's how you build capacity. I was building a capacity in my people. All right? Because music has become more like, you know, a, a trigger point. You know, you come to church, you pray for 10, 15 minutes. The next thing, we go into singing. So singing becomes what, what, what defines, you know, if we are going to love the service or, you know, so we spend more time with the choir. A choir that, listen to this, choirs that are not intercessors cannot bring down the presence of God. So, so, so while we, while we sing and, and, and we should sing well, amen, and have, you know, nice people who sing, but I tell you, you know, you need to spend more time. They need to spend more time. You know, I wish, you know, my other teen I was watching, I, she, because back in those days, Tina was the one leading our choir. She knows if you have not prayed through, you don't come and sing. No, because what would you be singing? Flesh. It's all soulish. No, I had to banish all that. I said, this is what the Spirit of God wants. Amen. Tina, you've got to pray. You've got to seek the face of God. You've got to track with me in the Spirit. <laughs> she will tell you, this man was tough. But guess what? All of that was to establish a different order. Was to establish because we wanted to raise a different concept of the priesthood. You understand? We want to raise a different, you know, consciousness of spiritual engagement. Not, not just, you know, I, I could remember one day the Lord said to me, look at all the churches. Everybody looks alike. They all sing the same song. Amen. They all preach the same message. Everybody look alike. This is not the church I'm building. Every church must be unique, including the song that you sing. Everybody sings, uh, you know, hill song. Everybody sings, you know, uh, Jesus culture. Everybody, come on. Where are the songs that you're singing? Because when you connect with God, Allah Bashanda, they will give you a song. The song that a church sings speaks of their spiritual identity. One of these days, I will teach on the, the spirit of a mistress and the spirit of a psalmist. It's all part of amen, the intercessory spirit. <laughs> it's an advanced dimension. We teach, we teach all these things. Are you seeing? I'm laying foundation. This just, these are just orientation to, you know, to what we're... Because you see, it's not just about, I can quote scripture and begin to quote scripture or what the prophetic is. That anybody can do. Anybody can go search, you know, make reference on scriptures that deals with the prophetic. You know, but that's not what we're talking about. I'm not talking about theory. I want to take you into the experiential life. Amen. The things that we have seen. Amen. We have taught. Our hands have handled them. That's what we're talking about. Amen. There is a place that we are coming to. Amen. Where we'll begin to experience the things of the Spirit. Why? Because there are those that have journeyed ahead of us. There are those that have walked this path. Hallelujah. And as we connect with them, we begin to draw. Hallelujah. From the same life, from the same well. We begin to drink from the same well. Hallelujah. This is what we're talking about. This is what the Spirit of God is emphasizing. So we can live beyond the limitations and the boundaries. Amen. Of our day. We want to press into God. We want to press into His heart. We want to press into his mind amen so that by the time you come to the other side you're you, you're on a different plane you're not confused 
Have you noticed that when there is issues in the land, back in the, in, in, in the Bible days, they, where do they go? They go to the prophets. What's the Lord saying? What's going on? Yes, because they, they, they are ahead. They, they live in the dimension of a life amen, that is outside the boundaries of the, of the vagaries and the limitations of the people of their day. Yet they are among them. But you've got to have eyes to see it. So all that I've been talking about basically is to give us insight into the scripture. No one pours new wine into old wine skins. You want God to pour amen, this truth, this reality, this grace, this, this impartation. You want to experience the new things of God. You've got to discard what is defined amen, as the old wine skin. A wine skin is a container. You want people to drink of you. You want people to partake, amen, of this wine. The Bible says wine is designed to gladden the heart of men. You want to gladden the heart of men of your generation. Ah, you've got to allow God, amen, to walk upon your wine skin. And if that thing is too rigid, well, you've got to allow them to discard it and give you, amen, a new wine skin. The Bible says, amen, God in that they will give them a new heart. It will give them, amen, a new, a new mind, hallelujah, that no one will be able to say know the Lord because everybody, amen, in that day will know the Lord, amen. This is a day where heaven is calling us, amen, to know him, to experience him. You shall know the truth. That word to know means you experience the truth. The truth is not some theory. The truth is not some theory. We need the theory, but we've got to move, you know, from theory. Theory means theology. All right? And I love theology. I study theology. If I don't study theology, guess what? Some of the things I'm talking about, I want to understand them. I, I know a lot, of, a lot of people who have rejected theology to their own detriment. Theology will give you, amen, certain values and understanding, amen, and keys and principles into the word of God. How to use the word of God. How to, you know, surrender, surrender yourself to, to the word of God. How to allow the word of God to give you clarity and, and direction, amen. But beyond that, you want to touch the life. You want to touch the life. Hallelujah. But people, they, they stay in that theology. No, you want to go beyond theology. You want to go beyond doctrine. I love doctrine. I love doctrine. All right. Many of the things that have kept me till this very day amen, are based on doctrine. Doctrinal truth. Biblical doctrinal truth has kept me. That's why I've not, I've not, you know, drifted away. I've not, I've not, I've not been derailed, you know, you know, to, 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 to follow the popular opinion. You know, come, let's go. I say, I'm not going. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not going because this thing doesn't sound biblical. No. You know, I've heard, you know, people say strange things. I've, I've, I've heard, you know, some highly respectable apostle preach strange things. And because of the understanding of doctrinal truth that I have, and of course with the experience of, of my journey with God, I'm able to say, no, 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 sorry. I do not agree with you. Allow me to disagree with you. I don't need to fight you, but I just allow me to disagree because I do not believe in this thing. Now, I will not compromise what I believe. What I know is not biblical, you know, biblically true, amen. You know, I, I, I'm compromised just because I want to be your friend. No, no, no. I'd rather be your enemy and, you know, than, than to be the enemy of God. Now, I, I would rather stay with what I believe is biblical. That's why we've got to study. Study to show yourself approved. A workman that needed not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of, the word of truth. You've got to know how to, amen, give yourself. He said, give yourself to study. You've got to study to show yourself approved. 
When you're studying, you're not studying for, for, the, you know, for the spirit to move. No, no, no. When you're studying, you're studying to get to know, understand, to have information. It's, it's, it's important. The place of information is one place. The place, amen, of praying and seeking the heart of God, amen, to be bought with life. That's a different thing. But you've got to study. Amen. Don't think everything is just going to be spirit, spirit. Oh, hallelujah. No. They will ask you certain things. They will demand of you certain things. And you will see certain things. You will just think, well, this is God. Meanwhile, it's the devil. So if you don't have basic knowledge of God's word in your life, particularly in the prophetic, you'll be flawed. You will be deceived. You know, when I look at, you know, people go to certain churches that are called, there is no church called prophetic church. There's nothing like a prophetic church. You say, our church is prophetic. No, no, that is error. <laughs> There's nothing like a prophetic church. Amen. We are prophetic people. If anybody tell you there is a church, all they do there is prophetic. Come on, you have been deceived. They lie to you. Every church should teach Christ. Not prophetic. We should teach Christ. If you want to learn about the prophetic, you go, amen, to among the company, amen, that are designated to teach you on the prophetic. That's an arm. That's an arm of the church. Come on. <laughs> the, the entire church cannot be, oh, we are all prophetic. No, the entire church should be prophetic by nature, by default. <laughs> amen. That, that, you, but you, we cannot say, oh, you know, that church, they're very prophetic. What, what, is the, what, what does that mean? They deceive for everybody, you know. They, they pray for everybody. They give everybody a word. I cannot, I cannot show you. They'll be giving you the wrong word. If, they, if, they, if anybody needs to train you to be prophetic, is to establish you on the word of God. There is no prophecy greater than the scripture. And there is no prophet greater, hallelujah, than the word of God. Let me repeat what I've just said. There is no prophecy greater than the written word of God. And there is no prophet, no matter how this prophet can walk on the air, how he can call down fire and whatever. No, no, no. Excuse me. Your, your prophetic grace ministry calling office, amen, is no greater than the word of God. You are subject, hallelujah, to the written word. But today we're not dealing with that. We're dealing with, amen, growing and understanding, amen, the prophetic spirit. But that's what we want to talk about. But what I'm talking about basically is just to give us a framework. We're dealing with, amen, the, the orientation. See, all I'm talking about, we've not, we've not even begun to look at, amen, the material. We've not started that. I'm just giving you, uh, you know, an orientation into this thing that we're talking about. Amen. The prophetic life, the prophetic spirit, amen. It will enhance your life. It will empower you, amen. It will embolden you. All right. When you sleep, you will sleep like a baby. And when heaven wakes you up, hallelujah, you will wake up feeling healthy, strong, amen. You will not be afraid. Your tomorrow, you know, is secure. Hallelujah. You know your home is secure. Your family is secure. You're not afraid. Amen. You're not into, you know, fire, you know, fire brigade kind of, you know, ministry. No, no, no. By force, by fire. No, you don't do that. Amen. You rest in the Lord. You know it's finished. You're walking in the progression of what the Spirit of God, amen, is unpacking in your life. You live within the ambience, amen, of the move of God. You live within the concept, amen, of the speakings of God. Your life is an open heaven. That's prophetic. That's prophetic, friends. And these are the realities, amen, of our day. These are the things the Spirit of God 
all right, is calling us into. Let me just quickly, you know, read from my note before uh, um, the time runs out again. All right. So we said the nature of the days that we've been ushered into demands an advanced quality of spiritual men and women with the precise prophetic diet and apparel that allows them to access amen, the brilliancy of the glorious light of our Lord Jesus Christ appearing amidst the present darkness covering the earth. Stepping into the day of the act of living via the life of Christ within the reality amen, of the present death pervading the earth demands we are Demands that we are we are feeding, amen, from the tree of life. Now I'm reading from my notes. These are just the introduction of the orientation that we're talking about, amen. I said the nature of the days that we live in, amen. The nature of the days that we that we live in right now demands an advanced quality of spiritual men and women with the precise prophetic diet. There, there's a particular diet that you, you know, John was feeding on a particular diet. Yes. Wild locust, that guy is wild. <laughs> wild locust, amen. Honey, he was, you know, he was feeding on certain diet. What you feed on, amen, defines how far you're going to go in the things of the spirit. What you feed on, where you're feeding from, amen, defines what your life, what your spirituality, amen, will, will pan out to, to, to be, to become, to reflect, amen. What you eat is who you are, is what you become, is what you reflect, amen. You cannot separate your life from what you eat. Your diet defines your life. If I want to know you, I, tell, I ask you, what do you eat? What are you eating? Yes. I told, I told us this afternoon, amen, how I was feeding on certain people. All right, I was feeding on their material because those were the people that established the foundation, amen, of my prophetic, you know, orientation. When, when God began to shift me from the, you know, from the charismatic, you know, uh, faith movement. I mean, I grew up from there. And that was good back then. I needed that as a foundation. The problem that I'm seeing today, there are a lot of people who are talking the prophetic who have not been through amen, that season amen, of, of, or, you know, of what faith is. I, I still see a lot of people today, all they're saying, all they're speaking amen, is an idealistic you know, concept. Everything is idealistic. I, I don't just want to start <laughs> you know, commenting on some of those things. You know, it, it, it all sounds very mystical, sounds very spiritual, but it has no base, it has no volume. It has no, you will know that they are, these people are hollow, they are shallow, but, but, but they are expressing so-called deep things of God. But when you listen, when you look at their life, you can see hollowness, shallowness in them. You know why? Because they did not go through certain basic spiritual foundation. And these are things I'm going to be doing in the next one month, by, by God's grace. I'm going to be posting certain things that, that will allow us, amen, to be able to cushion, to, to have a proper cushioning of our, of our foundational base. So that some of the things that I'm talking about that may look so advanced, that may look so, you know, you know, kingdom, kingdoms, you know, kingdom. <laughs> I don't know the better way to put it. But guess what? We, we need base. The things of God are built. Yes, precept upon precept, line upon line, a little here, a little there. You know, as a pastor, I took about six months to teach our people on, on money. You know, I call it the principle of seeding. And I took about six months just to teach on money. And ever, ever since I did that, you never hear me talk about money again. 
I knew I needed to lay that foundation. So when there is a need in the church, this is the need. Friends, we pray about it. You want to give to it, that's it. Nobody talks about it again. In fact, you know how we give offering in our church? Nobody downs to the front, you know, and say, hallelujah, this is my offering. No, as you come to the church, there is, there is, there is a box all right, that discloses somebody, you know. You, you just come to the church as you're entering. You throw your offering there, and that's it. You sit down so we can focus on what matters. Money is, is the least thing, amen? Yes, we need money to do a lot of things, but it's the least thing, all right? We want the presence of God. We want the glory of God. We want the power of God. All this thing that somebody is ministering, you know, you dance to the front and throw money down on the altar. Listen to this. That is pollution. You are polluting the entire atmosphere in the name of, oh, hallelujah, God is moving. No, 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 no. The person is just tearing your soul. So that why, by the time you stand up to give, somebody else is compelled, even if they are not led, because they don't want to feel ashamed. They don't want to feel like, well, am I left out? Maybe God is going to also do it for me. <laughs> Somebody is just pricking your soul, walking on your soul. Amen. Everything is carnal and fleshy. I could remember, you know, I was preaching in the church and people start getting up to throw money. I said, please hold your money. If you want to give, go get an usher. Please don't come to the front because now you're distracting me. I know the man of God got angry, but I don't care if you get angry. Because I'm the one invited and that is my space. Amen. My space, I, I define amen, what I want. Because listen to this, we can invite all kinds of ungodly spirit in the name of, you know, people are responding and giving. No, 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 I don't want that. Keep that money or go give it somewhere. Go put it somewhere. Don't distract me. Have you noticed that when people start doing that, the man of God himself loses direction. He gets excited because money. Money is a dangerous thing. You've, you've got to know how to tame it. You've got to know, amen, how, 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 to, how to put a plug on that thing, amen, how to, how to regulate it in the house of God or else it will like jack everything that we're doing. All right, we'll have a lot of money, but we have lost the presence of God. And people don't mind, they don't, they don't mind to lose the presence of God as long as they've got enough money to do whatever they want to do. What are we doing it for? Of course, it's not for God. Alright, so we're saying something. The nature of the days we live in, amen, that we've been ushering is demand an advanced spiritual quality of men and women with a precise prophetic diet. I mean, that's what led me to all the things I'm talking about now. What are you feeding on? As a diet, there's an apparel you've got to wear. Amen. This diet and apparel allow us to, to step into what I call the brilliancy, the brilliancy of the glorious light, amen, shining, appearing from our Lord Jesus Christ amidst the present darkness. As darkness is covering the earth, darkness representing confusion, amen, uh, you know, uh, disruptions, you know, either financial, economic, amen, whatever it is that is disrupting men. In the midst of all that, the Bible says, arise and shine for your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Stepping into the day, amen, of the earth of living via the life of Christ within the reality of death, amen, pervading the earth demands that we are feeding, we're feeding from the tree of life or we're feeding, amen, yes, from the tree of life. To feed from this tree, we must deliberately, listen to this, to feed from this tree, we must deliberately turn, amen, turn away from the seductive, amen, deceptive, and, and, and the leering pleasures, amen, of what we thought will be given to us, amen, by feeding from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. 
One of the greatest deception this generation, amen, of believers have almost bought, amen, into, into, into their space, amen, is the idea that when we feed, amen, on the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, we can still arrive to that divine place called, amen, the counsel of God. Amen. Feeding on the tree of the knowledge of good and evil will never bring us to the place of spiritual arrival. We will never come into maturity. And why do I say so? Now, 2 Timothy chapter, chapter 3, amen, verse 7, amen, made this profound statement, all right? I think I read it earlier on, but let me just paraphrase it because I can see that I did not open it, but let me paraphrase it, all right? It says, for they are ever learning. It's talked about the category of people. And it's important that we go back and read that scripture. 2 Timothy 3, 7. It says, they are ever learning, but they never, they never, they, they're never able. That's the key. They are never able, amen, to come into the knowledge of the truth. And I remember this, mo this morning or afternoon, I was talking about this. I said, it's not, it's not, it's not enough to have a truth, all right? We've got to have the truth. The truth and the truth are two different things. Alright? When we have a truth, we can be deceived. We can have a truth, you know, trickled here and there, scattered here and there. Alright? And a lot of people preaches a truth. They will preach one truth, amen, and the rest of the things they, they, they you know, they mingle with that truth is a lie, is a deception. But you have heard a truth. You say, yes, 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 yes. But while you are still trying to confirm that a truth they're preaching, they, they, they slump you with, you know, with, with, with a lie. And if you're not careful, amen, you embrace everything. It's called deception. That's what deception is all about. Alright? So it's not enough, amen, for where, as I'm preaching, you must be like the Berean, amen? You want to go back and check the things that I'm talking about, amen? Yes. They don't just take one thing. Don't just hear one thing and say, yes, no. You, your spirit must be able to connect to, to the entire value system, to the entire order, to the entire agenda of what I'm saying. Like I always say, I don't have no other agenda than, amen, the agenda of advancing the kingdom of God. And that even puts me in a better position because I'm not a pastor. You know, pastors sometimes, you know, because of, you know, the people around us, we, 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 we tend to want to do certain things, all right, just to appease the people. We tend to hold back certain truth because we don't want people to be offended. I'm a prophet. I'm not a pastor. I keep telling them, <laughs> one day I'm going to leave you guys. I was telling them one day God is advancing my calling and my purpose is bringing me to, you know, a new dimension. They thought I was joking when the time came. Was, I had to leave. You see, and even here, I try to start a lot of church, we fellowship here, fellowship there. You know, it just never works because I can stand this petty, petty fight people have in the church. This, you know, they, no, she didn't talk to me. No, uh, look at the way he, he looked at me. No, no, come, come on. When are we going to grow up? You see, a pastor will bury himself in all this issue query. So you must go visit Sister D. And from Sister D's are you going to go to Sister A. From Sister A, then you must go to Brother F. From Brother F, then you got to go to God knows what. By the time you're done, you're finished. No revelation. <laughs> you're done. Well, because you are forever quenching fire. It's carnal people. Many people who come to church are carnal. They are carnal. They don't want to change. But yet... If, if, if you don't go visit them, if you don't do what, you know, they want you to do, if you don't follow their expectation, you, you will be the first one they will challenge. I was done with that. I did that for how many? 20 years? No, no. 
even though amen we were able to build our our community to a, a dimension where all of that we 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 removed it we removed it you know what because god brought me to a point where i began to realize you don't build the church to suit the people you build the church to suit the presence of God. When God is in your church, guess what? The people will come. The right people will come. And the wrong people will leave. But if you build a church, a friendly user church, you build a church, amen, for people to feel comfortable and sit well and do their own thing. Listen to this. They will bring their demons and devils too. And you will not be able to handle it. Come on. <laughs> That sounds like Isaiah. <laughs> you won't be able to handle it. And the same goes with, you know, relationship, Friends. You got to let people know who you are, what you stand for. Every person that comes into my life, I let them know what I stand for. And after a while, if things are not panning out, amen, the way we project and expect, I will call them to action. Like I'm thinking of a brother that I must call to action. Hey, come, what's going on with your life? There's no hiding place when it comes to you know kingdom relationship. We've got to be open and plain with each other. So we 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 have a you know a, a clarity of where we're going. We're not hiding behind you know hallelujah praise God. No, the things of God are very plain. We make it complicated for ourselves. So we want to feed amen on what is called the tree of life. Feeding on the tree of the knowledge of good and evil will never bring us to the place. You see, the reason why we're talking about what we're talking about is because we're going somewhere. We want to become something. We want to achieve something. We want to finish something. Yes. Jesus finished something. He said, yes. He said, for this purpose, the son of man was made manifest. Yes. He had a mission. He had an objective. We cannot just be roaming the earth without a divine clarity, without a divine purpose. Amen. I'm a man on a mission beyond the fact that God sent me to this nation. Amen. Guess what? I'm a sent one to the body of Christ. I'm a man on a mission. And everything that I do, amen, is towards the building, is towards the, the restoration of the church, of the body of Christ, is towards the oneness of the body. And that's why I will talk about this thing. I will hit the things that need to be hit, even though people don't want to talk about it. Give it to Isaiah. I will talk about it because I know that if we don't talk about it, we never get healed. We never get restored. We never, never get reformed. And we never come to that place where we come into maturity. There is no church. There is no way we can come into maturity if we don't come into oneness what is dividing us today our denomination if you are not part of our clique then you cannot belong if you are not part of the network then you cannot belong we are separated by all kinds of you know shallow things but the Lord is building his church so these are things that we are looking at, friends. I'm going to round up. These are things that, you know, we, we, we want to believe God, amen, to give us insight into. Now, let me, let me, let me finish this uh, note. Let me just read another paragraph. Thank you, Jesus. The attraction, listen to this, the attraction of the, of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is one of the, it's on, it's on the rise, amen, as we continue to see many leaders that we once believe and trust, amen, to be vanguards of apostolic truth, amen, and, 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 and champions of the move of God, amen, are, are beginning, all right, to, to turn to us, amen, this concept of eating from the tree of knowledge of, of, of good and evil to the point where some of these people today are beginning to doubt and to, and to despair the things that they once held as truth. They began to reject them. 
Listen to this. While it is my desire to impart knowledge, doctrine, and theology, it is equally my desire to imprint and impart spiritual experience. I spoke about that earlier. Spiritual experience, all right, that comes through the passion, the passion, amen, of our suffering, of my suffering, of the suffering that I've shared, amen, in Christ. The challenge of this season, particularly in this time, all right, is that we've been exposed, amen, to all kinds of fruit, particularly the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, to the point that that has changed our taste board when it comes to eating from the tree, hallelujah, from the fruit of the tree of life. Remember that scripture we read? It says, no one partake. Let me go back to that scripture, Luke chapter 5. Let me go back to that scripture because this scripture gives us a context to what I'm just reading right now. No one pours new wine into an old wine skin. If it does, the old wine will bust the wine skin. The wine will spill. It will be waste. And the wine skin will be ruined. Verse 30, 38. Instead, new wine is poured into new wine skin. And no one, after drinking the old wine, wants the new. For he says, you see, what you drink, amen, will, will, will affect what you say. What you eat affects, amen, what you say. Affect your mindset, amen. For he says the old is better. This is where a lot of people are today. And that's why they will, they will partake of, you know, these new things. A lot of people say, ah, I want the new. Just give them amen, a sip. Give them just a portion to eat. After a while, they, they spoil it out. They reject it. No, no, I don't want this thing. They go back to their old life. Amen. They, 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 they are the offer all right, of this world. Remember root and offer. The scripture says, amen, offer went back to our own people. Amen? This world will always go back. They, they are always seeking to go back to Egypt. The Bible says they turn back in their heart. When you, when, you, when you partake of these things, the Bible says no one puts his, eye, his hand amen, his hand into the plow. Look at back, he's worthy. The moment you put, you, you, you put your hand, you put your life into this new thing, guess what? You don't turn back. You continue to go forward no matter how difficult and painful. Because listen to this, we can only go forward in the things of the Spirit. But these people, amen, who are, who, who are you know, what the Bible calls double-minded people. They're quick to go back. I, I shared on that, all right? It took, it took Peter three days to change his mind. In fact, it was not complete three days, if I'm not mistaken. He changed his mind. After the miracle Peter saw, after the healing, the, the deliverance, after, you know, the, 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 the revelation, after the voice of the Father Peter heard, amen, on the mountain of transfiguration, remember, he heard the voice. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. He was the same guy. Amen. Jesus spoke the word to behold my, my servant. Behold my son. Amen. Whom I, whom I chose. Whom I am well pleased. Amen. He was there when, you know, you know, when Moses and Elijah appeared on the mount. Listen to this. Yet Peter said, I go fishing. They're quick to go back. They're quick to turn their back. Listen, there were things in my life that are, that are challenged me, that, that wanted me to go back. I said, there is nothing to go back to. My hand is set in the plow. If you set your hand, amen, in, in, this, in this move, in this thing, listen to this. All hell may be loose against you, but you don't make up your mind. It is from there the heavens will say, now I know. Now I know because you will be proven, you will be tested. If somebody ever tell you that you will not be tested in the things of the spirit, in the things of God, they lie to you. You will be tested, amen, because they must, they must test you to, to, to be sure, to be certain that truly you want this thing. How bad do you want it? How far do you want to go? How, how, how yearning are you about the things of the spirit? 
the devil came and tested Jesus. You're hungry. Why don't you turn the, the, the stone to bread? Amen. You're so desperate about power. Fall down. Amen. God will give his angels charge over you. <laughs> Amen. Jesus knew the word. Amen. And Jesus wasn't saying something else. Amen. He was quoting the word, but it is written. It is written. It is written. Friends, if you don't study, if you don't give yourself into the word of God, amen, how would you know what has been written regarding that situation, regarding that problem that you're going through? For every challenge, there is something called it is written. And you've got to find it out. So these are part of the things that the Spirit of God will be exposing to us as, as we go through this teaching, as we begin to you know, expose ourselves amen, to these principles. We will have the spiritual capacity. We, will, we should have the spiritual you know, know-how. We should have the spiritual you know, boldness and courage amen, to take our stand and to continue to journey in the Spirit until we come to the place where Christ is fully formed in us. And this is the place that I want to take us to. Take us, you know, too, by the grace of God. A place where we can say, indeed, amen, we have become part. We have become one with Christ. We have grown. We have developed, amen. We have come into the full reality of God's counsel for our life. That the life that we live, amen, in this flesh, we live by the faith of him, the son of God, who loved us and died for us. This is the demand. If you want to go with God, then you're welcome, hallelujah, to journey with us. Like I said, this is not for babes. This is not for, you know, you know, people who are still, you know, in and out, not sure. No, it's for people who, who have sold, who are sold out, who have sold all. The Bible says he went to sell everything, hallelujah, to follow. There was one that said, no, master, I want to follow you, but let me first go and say goodbye. They said, no, 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 no. There's no time for all that. <laughs> That's sentimental. You want to journey, come on. Fall in line. Hallelujah. Father, we want to thank you for the, your word, oh God, once again, that has gone forth tonight. Lord, we, we just spreading this word. And you're doing something. You're stirring hearts. You're stirring hearts. You are imparting lives. You are awakening, yes, a passion, a hunger. I know this word is bringing affirmation, confirmation. This word, yes, is bringing certain people, yes, to come to understand what is required, what is demanded of, 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 of you, yes, in this brand new day. And as I continue to hammer this truth, oh God, I pray, oh God, that this word, yes, will resonate deep within the heart of your people. We thank you tonight. Once again, I thank you, Lord, that your word will continue to make, yes, us press further. Make us go deeper in that which, yes, is demanded. Uh, and that which is spoken as the approved order and standard of God. We pray tonight, oh God, may your kingdom come into our lives, into our space. May your will be done, oh God. May you continue to establish within the life of your people, oh God, a place called kingdom life. Thank you, Father. As it is done in heaven, let it be done in their lives today. Let it be done within their space, within their homes. I pray, oh God, grant them grace, breakthrough, grant them favor, grant them wisdom, grant them knowledge, grant them understanding. Let the fullness of your seven spirit oh god begin to walk in their life as they go to bed tonight oh god i pray that they will have a revelation yes of the things of the spirit open their eyes of understanding illuminate their minds oh god father take the burdens away give them rest bring them to rest oh god within the concept of your will and purpose i pray strength and grace upon their life we thank you father thank you for your word thank you for your truth thank you oh god for your vessels 
Thank you for a new army that you are raising. Thank you, O oh God, for a new order of saints that have been awakened in this brand new day. Thank you, Father, for the spirit of the remnant, O oh God, that you are unleashing, O oh God, upon the earth, O oh God. We thank you. Eyes have not seen these things. Ears have not heard these things. The heart of man has not even begun to conceive this caliber of men that you are releasing. Holy Spirit, have your way. Move within, yes, the life of your people. Express your will and counsel into their hearts, into their soul, into their space, O oh God. We thank you. We honor you. We bless you, O oh God. Thank you, Father, for your word. We give you glory. In Jesus' name, we've prayed. Amen and amen. All right. We've come to the end of this uh, uh, evening uh, uh, lecture. I want to thank God. I want to bless the Lord once again for granting us the grace, for granting us the opportunity to be able to bring this truth across to us. So hopefully by God's grace tomorrow, we will begin to look into amen, the manual, the teachings. All right, we've, I, I think we've done. I can Because I can continue and continue with what we define as the orientation. But I think we've laid enough foundation to at least give us a, a direction of where we're going. What is expected. Amen. And how to you know, uh, uh, interpret the things that we're talking about. I, I think this is a good thing. All right. So by tomorrow, by God's grace, we will begin to look into the introduction amen, of you know, this prophetic leadership school. And I want to thank God for the grace, amen, that heaven has granted me. And of course, we also want to thank God for, for the fact that we've got elect electricity. Because, you know, for some days it's been like period like this. We don't have electricity, but we thank God. So we'll continue to pray for our nation. We'll continue to pray that God, amen, will, 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 will walk in the heart of our government. That they'll be able to do the right thing. Even regarding, amen, managing this corona, you know, uh, virus thing. All right, we can see, you know, the, the number is increasing in South Africa. I was just, you know, I was listening to news today. They said already 24 people have, you know, contracted the, you know, the coronavirus. And, and this is outside the people that they're still flying in. But, but we believe God that, amen, the Lord is in charge, is in control. Amen. And please, please pray for Franjuk. Franjuk is, is, uh, um, is a tourist destination. Particularly, you know, where we where we live, it's not too far amen, from the tourists, you know, guys. But guess what? I'm praying and I'm believing the Lord amen, that God will grant us, you know, divine safety and, and and security because we need to do that. We know to pray because this is a, I mean, this this is a tourist, you know, a, 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 you know, community. You've got a lot of Chinese people, a lot of Asian people. I'm not saying all the Asian people amen, carry coronavirus, but I'm just saying, all right, we, we, when you're praying, please pray for Franju. Amen. Pray for the, the Western Cape, you know, Stalin Bosch and all of this area because these are, you know, tourist, you know, destination. So please continue to pray for us and as we continue to pray and pray for our nation. Thank you everyone for listening tonight. We really appreciate uh, uh, your connection. Thank you, Sister Tina. All right. Thank you everyone for connecting me. God continue. me. Thank you so very much. Well, it's nice to have you connect with me tonight. God bless you. Thank you, my dear uh, uh, brother Jonathan. Amen. I, I really appreciate your connection. Thank you so very much. And everyone that has connected with us and those, of course, who have connected that are, <clears throat> I might not be able to see them. I really appreciate everyone and those that will be listening, all right, to our online audio, uh, you know, our, our platform. Thank you. God bless you. May God continue to keep you. May he continue to shine his face upon you. I hope I've been able to impart something into your spirit tonight, all right? If you love what you've heard tonight, please feel free to check some of our, you know, our teaching. Uh, you can visit Potter's Gate, amen, uh, uh, broadcast, all right? You can access our audios there, and of course, you can visit, you know, our Potter's Gate uh, um, 
you know, online uh, uh, resource, okay? A lot of materials there. I promised that I was going to share, you know, the, the notes with us. I'm going to do that, you know, between tonight and tomorrow morning. I can assure you that by tomorrow morning, all right, you will have this note. It will be there on my timeline. God bless you. Enjoy your evening. God bless you. Bye-bye.